What's up, podcast listeners? Josh here. Thanks for tuning into The Mental Golf Show. It means a lot to me that you guys listen to this. I hope you get a lot of value out of this. And if you do, I'd love it if you subscribed on Apple Podcasts and left a review. That helps more people learn about this podcast. And I think more people need to learn uh, the best ways to think when they're playing golf. And I want to help And this is a great free way for people to learn how to play better. Um, So yeah, I would love it if you subscribed on Apple Podcasts and left a review. All right, thanks. Let's get into it. Should you be trying to shoot a low score? We all have in mind what we want to shoot on a given day. Let's say you average 85, and today you want to shoot low 80s or high 70s. Or maybe you're going into Sunday at a tour event and you think five under will get you in contention around the lead by the end of the day. But is that the actual mentality you should have? Should we be gunning for a specific number? Or is there a better mentality to have that will result in a good number? I recently spoke with Aaron Goldman, a mental performance coach who also has a master's in applied human development about this exact subject. You can listen to that pod uh, on the Mental Golf Show. Uh, It's a previous episode. It's a great episode. We talked about so much. It's a really good long episode with a lot of topics. In addition to all the other things we talked about, we talked about his process that he goes through with setting goals with his athletes. He starts by naming the goal with his athletes. They get the goal out on paper or at least they verbalize the goal. They get it out there. They make the score goal or the goal of playing for a a big college golf program. They make it not a secret. Getting your goal out there is super important. And we'll get to that in a second, but first, here's the thing about setting hard results-based goals like that. So a results-based goal, first of all, is setting a hard number. Like, I want this result and I want it at this time and just very hard, uh, not very flexible, uh, very tangible goals. Most of what constitutes your total score are things that are not in your control. You can't control the course conditions. You can't control how you feel when you wake up. You can't control the weather. You can't control the traffic on your way to the course. And then there's all the tiny little things that contribute to the variance in golf. There's a million of them like club angle at impact, how much you've prepared, Uh, swing plane, Um, all the millions of little variables that on the day of a competition you cannot control. And then imagine all the little things that contribute to your even bigger goal of playing for a college golf program. There are so many things that you'll have to do in order to reach that goal, and a lot of which you can't control. You're going to need to develop physically, mentally, emotionally. You're going to have to get smarter. You're going to have to play a ton of golf between now and then. You're going to have to get a lot better in so many ways. The list of things that you'll have to do and the list of uncontrollables goes on and on. So there's danger in setting results-based goals, but that's only if you live and die by the results-based goal. So here's how to not live and die by the results-based goal. Once you've got your big goal out there, say it's to play for your dream university, now what do you do? You break it down, you break it way down. You, You break it into as small pieces as possible. You lay out all of the things that is between where you are and where you want to be. And you create smaller goals to work towards. So for instance, one thing you'll need to improve in order to play for your dream university 
is your scoring average. You know, the types of scores you'll need to be shooting to play and be a part of a good college golf program. So we all know this, you can't magically lower your scoring average in a week. It's gonna take time. So you have to break that goal even though it's a little bit smaller than your overarching play for a your dream university, you have to break that goal down into even smaller parts. So you ask yourself, what is between where you are now, your where your scoring average is now, and where you need to be with your scoring average? And that brings into play things like swing changes, strength training, mental training, honing all of your skills that contribute to scoring average, and that's all the parts of your game, you know, like putting, short game, middle irons, long irons, fairway woods, driving, um, all the little factors that contribute to scoring average. You can see the long list start to emerge of all the things you'll need to work on to one, improve your scoring average, and then, you know, scoring average being just one of many things that will help you get into your dream university. So, where most people go wrong at this point is they see the just overwhelming, daunting amount of tasks that they need to do in order to reach their goal. They they look at the just vast majority of all the things and say, this is too much, I can't do all this, I'll never be able to do all this. And so they end up saying, this can't happen, I, I, I give up. Or on the other side, you try to tackle everything overnight or in a week or in a month you say i need to get improve all these things right now and that will probably lead to burnout 99 percent of the time so in order to not go down one of these two paths you have to set what are called process goals you need to be able to say these are the things i will do over the next month and these smaller things are what i will do over the next week and these tiny things are what I will do just tomorrow. Just remember this general principle, process goals lead to results goals. So the idea is to set yourself on a process that will naturally lead to the results you want. So if you've been listening to things I say, you may have heard me say this before. It goes like this, you set a goal, you create a plan to reach that goal, you forget your goal, and you work your plan. It's something my dad told me a long time ago that I've learned is a very wise way to look at progress and improvement. So the process goes like this. What I do today will help me reach my weekly goal. Number two, what I do this week will help me reach my monthly goal. And number three, what I do this month will help me reach my yearly goal. And ultimately, what I do this year will help me reach my huge goal. So you shatter the inconceivably large goal into tiny bite-sized pieces. It takes the pressure off of you trying to achieve this ginormous thing. This is one of our biggest mistakes as athletes because athletes tend to be really ambitious and you know business people tend to be ambitious. Anyone trying to accomplish a big goal has to have some, some ambition. So we can tend to try to tackle this giant thing all in one night or one week or month, but you have to break it down into bite-sized pieces. And those people that aren't able to do this very well, they turn out to be the athletes that could have been great, kind of never living up to their potential. And I don't want you to be like that, and I don't I don't want to be like that. I think breaking this up in this way is the way to not be that. And eventually you go through this process long enough and you work your small goals long enough, 
you eventually get the result that you wanted. No one knows how long it will take. No one, no one can predict how hard it will be, but you do your small steps long enough, eventually you'll reach your destination. That's just, that's just the nature of this. So we're not going to just end up on the top of the mountain. You, you see a mountain you want to climb. You can't just magically be there. You have to take one step at a time. You have to break down the inconceivably large amount of traveling you have to do. You have to break that down into individual steps and you can only take one step at a time. I mean, you, you literally can't take two steps at a time, one step, and then the next step, and then the next step. Break down the giant goal into tiny bite-sized pieces that you can handle on a daily basis. All right, thanks for watching. I hope you got some value out of this. If you did, I'd love it if you liked it, subscribed it, shared it with someone, uh, tweeted it, Instagrammed it, whatever. I think people can learn from this. I think people need to hear this kind of thing because I know in my own life that I struggled with this. And if I had seen someone talking about this, I probably would have saved myself some time and a lot of heartache. So I'd love it if you shared this with someone. I can't share this with everybody. You have to do the sharing for me. So I'd, I would love that. All right. Catch you guys in the next one.